We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where you learn how to be a transformative principle by listening to amazing leaders tell their stories. I'm your host, Jethro Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. And please like the Facebook page for this podcast, facebook.com slash transformative principle. Transformative principle episode 81 with David Long. We're going to take a little departure from interviewing principles and talk about David Long, the CEO of myemployees.com. This is a really exciting podcast for me because I am really interested in, as you know, Almost all transformative principles that I've interviewed have said that it's all about culture and David Long's specialty is creating a positive recognizing of employees culture. And he is really inspiring to listen to. And I think you're going to really like this. Now he is not an educator and I was asking him education related questions that, um, aren't really in his field of expertise, but I still think the, uh, the answers that he gave were really, um, were really great. And I really enjoyed interviewing him. So listen to this. And if you, uh, listen to the end of the next episode, he's got a special, um, opportunity for us, the listeners of transformative principle podcast. And I think that you'll like it. So, um, there's also some great stuff in the show notes today, so please make sure that you uh, look at the show notes and download the things that I have attached there for you. All right, welcome to Transformative Principle, David. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to be here with us. Why don't you start by telling us who you are and what you do. Sure. I'm David Long. I'm the CEO of My Employees. You can find that at myemployees.com. And we are in the top 1% in 
in the employee engagement and recognition industry in the U.S. and Canada. And I started the business almost 26 years ago in my parents' garage (laughs) after uh, losing my job and I had no, no choice but to start my company. I tell people it was more from desperation than inspiration in my case. Uh, and I've been doing this for a long time. I'm also the author of Built to Lead, Seven Management Rewards Principles for Becoming a Top 10% Manager, which the book, uh, as of February, went on to become a Wall Street Journal bestseller. So that was kind of cool. Oh, congratulations. And I, Thank you. I just bought that book, and I've been reading it, and I've been learning a ton about awesome. about how to recognize your employees um, in, in a nutshell, Jethro, let me say this. Sure. I have actually in my career, my 35 plus year management career now, uh, have become a top 1%, not 10%, I, but I didn't want to freak people out on the title, <laughs> but top 1% in three separate unrelated industries. So what I teach in my book is applicable in any industry, period. So how do, how do you measure that you're the top 1%? What does that mean? Industry numbers in my company, in my industry. Oh yeah, we're, we're easily in the, in the 1%. We are, uh, you know, when you talk about, uh, typical people who do employee recognition, they, people buy plaques and programs and they'll buy, you know, t-shirt vendors, that type of stuff to try to do recognition for people. But, oh yeah, we're, we're well in the top 1% based on the sales numbers. We should hit 11 million this year plus. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And that is mm-hmm. all. That's all employee recognition that's right. programs that you're selling, right? That's it. That's all we do, employee recognition and engagement. In other words, we do employee engagement surveys as well now that we're really, really starting to roll that out. That's going to be huge. That actually is probably going to take us uh, to $20 million probably in the next two or three years. Mm-hmm. And that actually, what's amazing is I actually went on your website and looked at mm-hmm. how much um, your employee recognition program costs. Mm-hmm. And I was amazed it was as affordable as yeah. it is. And yeah, it, it's very affordable, especially for what we do for people. And yeah. I've had a lot of people tell me that, Jethro. But, you know, the thing is, is we try to make it uh, where it is affordable, but we also do more than it's not just plaques. You know, I tell people, if you go to the to a corner store that, you know, sells trophies and plaques and stuff, you can buy a plaque. But you can't compare that to what we do. Yes, plaques is a portion a part, if you will, physical part of what it is we do. But we, when you do a program with us, you get a consultant who is attached to you to help you recognize the things that actually make you more sales and profits and endear your employees to you. And that's what our mm-hmm. goal is. And that's why we have such strong repeat business. That's how we've grown the business. Right. Well, the I, one of the things for me that, that I thought would be beneficial is having like I want to recognize my employees and the teachers that are doing great work, but then I sometimes forget or it's the last minute and I'm like, Oh, I better <laughs> You're normal, by the way. Congratulations. Someone. You're normal. Yeah. So I love the idea of having a consultant that actually calls you and says, Hey, it's uh getting to be time. What have you been thinking about? Who who do you think is gonna do it? What name should we put on this plaque that we're gonna send out to you? And having someone there to to help me be accountable, I think is a, is a great idea and a wonderful service. It is. And here's the statistics, if you will, on that, according to uh, awards and recognition association and Gallup organization, they've all said the same thing is that the average employee recognition program, when people go out and just buy a plaque and have great intentions, it lasts about three months Mm -hmm. and then they don't use it anymore. Why? Because they don't know what they're doing. 
they make the mistake of just saying, oh, you know, I'll be able to recognize people. And the, the, the recognition basically turns into a popularity contest because they don't attach it to metrics. In other words, when we pick winners in our company, we have 50. We'll, well, actually, after this month, we'll have 56 employees at the end of the month. Uh, but we, what we do is we recognize, we actually recognize four different departments every month, but two people from each department. And the reason we do that is because we have a world-class team, uh, according to Gallup organization, what world-class teams are, and uh, easily. So uh, we want to make sure that there's such a fine line between the first and second place sometimes that uh, we want to recognize two people because we, and up until this year, we recognized one, but it's just so competitive. I did not want people being, you know, falling through the cracks there. So we doubled it. And by the way, we're up 38% for the year right now. Wow. Since we doubled it. And we only finished up last year 10%. But overall, for the last 15 years, we have had a 20% or more growth every year on top of the previous year. So that's that's pretty amazing. And and what that really says, well, you tell us what that really says about why you should do employee recognition programs. Well, it's huge. I mean, it's the greatest way to leverage and empower your people. And it's not just the employee recognition. It's, it's buying into the company. In your case, as a school principal, it's buying into, have your teachers buy into, we would need to make these kids successful. That's the only way we are ultimately going to be successful. Zig Ziglar said it best, I think, when he said, you don't build the company. You build your people and your people build the company. Yes, you're a principal, but you don't physically sit in the classroom with kids all day now, probably. Right. Correct. And but that you need to empower your teachers, and they are only going to be seen as successful if the kids are successful. That's right, and and so we have a different metric. You know, we're not right. looking at, at growing profits or expanding our business. We're looking at educating children, helping them learn, helping them feel good about about that learning. And so, um, so it's a it's a little bit different, but the idea is the same. Our teachers can't be successful if they feel beat down, if they feel like they can't do anything. Exactly. Um, so we need to have a way to, to inspire them, build them up, help them recognize when they're doing, doing the right things. Absolutely. So, so what kind of metrics would you suggest for a school um, to start looking at to, to implement a recognition program? Well, I've never had that. Of course, this is the first uh, school uh, interview I've done out of probably 160 overall since probably of June of last year. All right. Conservatively 160 <laughs> now. As a matter of fact, I got one in the next half hour after yours is over. So, uh, you know, I'm mean, even still, and my book came out in September, but that's just the way it is. As far as education goes, uh, I would you would have to find some metrics that you would gauge your teachers on. Now, one thing that you can do is you don't want it to be a popularity contest. That's critical. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have, I don't know if you have uh, in your school that you are a principal of, how many first grades do you have? Well, it's a middle school, so we have six, seven, Middle school, grade. okay, mm -hmm. cool. Uh, then, how many sixth grade classes do you have? So we have five sixth grade teachers that only teach uh, okay. sixth grade. and then we have How do you rate them now? How do you determine if they're doing a good job now? So we do a, an evaluation system where we go and observe and yep. check if they're doing the the teaching according to our evaluation model. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Now, what uh, are they ranked in? How they're doing on that, or there's a, is it scored, or 
How yeah. is that done? Is it done quarterly? Is uh, it done it, monthly? It's done annually. What is as, it done as often as I can? And I go in and, and give them scores based on on how well they're doing the things that the evaluation model says they should be doing. Right. And then that score, um, they have a midpoint evaluation where they have the score. And then at the very end of the year, they have the score as well. And then it's a, a zero to four point scale. Mm-hmm. And the four point um, scale is pretty difficult to get. Okay. okay. And let me suggest this to you. Uh, statistically speaking, according to Gallup Organization, which is one of the sources that I'm talking about, is recognition has to be administered if you're to be immensely, immensely successful. It has to happen. Human nature says that I want to be recognized a minimum of every seven to ten days. And if you'll remind me when this interview is over, I will send you an employee uh recognition reminder chart. Now on that chart basically is your teachers and yourself since you are the head of the school. You should put every one of your teachers on this chart and then you find a way to show recognition to them on a monthly basis. But quite frankly, the way the chart is set up every 10 days, you need to find something to recognize your people on. And then you can show this to your teachers, and they can do the same thing. They can have all of their students listed on the left, and then there are three columns with a date in front of each column. And in those columns, you can put in there your initials if you recognized Sue Miller uh, for doing a phenomenal job in helping to organize a school event. Maybe Mm -hmm. she went above and beyond. You make a big deal about that. So you say that to her. Uh, and then you go and you look at, uh, you know, and then a couple weeks later, you know, you realize that, wow, you know, I saw what you did with that troubled child out on the playground or whatever. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So yeah. you find ways to recognize people. And if you get to the end, Jethro, of the month, and the same thing for your teachers, if you get to the end of the month and you've not found anything to recognize for Sue Miller, then there's something you're dropping the ball on as the leader. Mm-hmm. Either you've got the wrong people, as I talk about in my, in my book, you've got the wrong people in your team if you can't find things to recognize them for, period. Now, each of the teachers will have the exact same thing. They'll have the list of their children, the kids in their class, and they will, at the end of the day, it takes no more than five minutes, and you go back through the day and say, okay, yeah, I recognize Tommy for doing this, or I recognize uh, Patty for doing this, and that kind of thing. And you get to the end of the month, and I haven't recognized Patty. And I look and after the last quarter, I haven't recognized Patty for anything. Oh my goodness. That's terrible. So kids need recognition and adults do. That's one thing, my friend, we do not outgrow. The number one thing people want to be shown is that they are significant. Now you are the principal, but the teachers in your school, they need to feel that they are an integral part of the team. And if they don't feel like that, they tend to want to leave you. Oh, by the way, According to Gallup organization, 47% of your best people are looking to leave you right now for two reasons. Number one, they're not getting the recognition they feel they should get. And number two, you are forcing them to work with incompetence, and it irritates highly ambitious and successful people and highly competent people. If you keep losers on your team, they get frustrated with them, and they want to leave. Did you get all that? Yeah, it, it's awesome. So okay. um, I, I do want to recognize um, my teachers and staff. What awesome. what do I do if um, if I feel like uh, 
I just can't ever find anything good that this person is doing. Is that a problem with me or is that a problem with the person? If you are the leader and they're on your team and you've said you've, you've read my book, uh, if six months, let's say you went there as the new principal mm-hmm. and after six months, and you, I know you guys have like an annual contract with people, right? Correct. You, okay. So you're, you've got a contract. Most businesses that I speak with, they don't have contracts with employees. Mm-hmm. They feel like the person's not doing the job. You know, you kick them in the shins lovingly, as I say, kick them in the shins and say, you know, hey, Jethro, you're falling short in this area. You know, you're really doing a great job in these other things. But this area right here, I think you could work on that. Let's let's work together, you know, and that way they know you you have buy-in that you really care about them. Let's mm-hmm. work together to get you a little better at this particular thing. You know, you are awesome at this and this and this, but this area is holding you back in your career. And let's work on that. You know what I mean? So they know that you care about them and they're going to listen to anything you have to say. You know, if you're constantly, think about this. If you came home at the end of your work day and you have a dog and you come in and every day you kick the dog. Mm -hmm. After a while, dogs don't stop coming to wagging their tail at the door. When you get home, they're going to run hiding under the bed. (laughs) Same with teachers and same with students. You have to show them that they matter and that you care about them. And when you constantly show them that you do, the emotional bank, if you will, of good things that you've said in their mind, when you go to them with something that's negative, you have, you know, reserves in the bank, so to speak. You know, they'll listen to you because they know you care. But if all you do is kick them, they are going to buck and they are going to bolt. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're going to lose good people sometimes. But you, and a lot of times, the bad, here's, here's another statistic for you. Gallup said that 65% of employees surveyed said that they had received no recognition, absolutely no recognition for the last year. Yeah. That's pathetic. Yeah. You want to see why we have such a problem in this country where we have a divide between management and labor, if you will? Because mm-hmm. labor, since they're not getting the recognition that they feel they need and not engaged at work. Well, what else is there? Give me more money. That's the reason I'm going to stay here. So that's the biggest problem. And why we lose, you know, why the situation in America today is we are now, as of this year, we are actually losing more businesses, first time in history, than we are opening new businesses. And that's a bad sign for our economy. Yeah, that is. So what are some of the things that we should be, um, does it matter what we are recognizing or can it be anything? And how do we oh, keep that from, no, it, from losing it, it has to be, it has to be, of course, you need to find as many metrics as you can. Mm-hmm. You have to, that, that validates the choice because here's the deal. And, uh, you know, once again, you're talking about teachers, but we'll, we'll use that since that's what you, you guys are. So um, let's say, for example, that you pick this particular teacher as the teacher of the month. Mm-hmm. And that teacher uh, happens to come in late and leave early every day. Mm-hmm. Now, the students like them. You don't have any complaints about them. You're going, well, you know, they must be doing a good job. I'm not hearing any complaints from parents or students. So you reward that person. But then you have these other teachers who are doing a good job, and they see this other person coming in late and leaving early and doing things like that, and you recognize them. You want to talk about a demotivator. When you meant it for good, it becomes a detriment to your success. That's what happens when you do not use metrics to determine who the winner is. When we pick our salesperson of the month, 
when we pick our, our recognition consultant of the month who works with the clients after they're sold and become a client, that's who works with you to pick your metrics and various things like that mm-hmm. and shows, shares resources with you to help you be even more successful. Uh, we, we show a chart. You know, let's say there's 10 RCs, which they're about to be 14, but uh, all of their names are on there, and they are ranked in about seven to 10 different categories each employee is. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to come down to, oh, Jethro, it's your turn to be employee of the month. Doesn't work that way. And that, my friend, is a, is a fast way to be a detriment to the success of you know, any, you know, any industry, any company, any school, any business, whatever it is you want to be. Don't be foolish and think this is a, a you know, let's just rotate. You know, if salespeople look at this way, let's just use that as perfect example. If you wrote, if you pick the first salesperson who's got the highest sales and then the next month you pick a different salesperson who's got like two thirds the amount of sales. And the next month you pick another salesperson who's got half the sales. And the next month you pick another one who's got half the sales. And that, that guy who won in the first month, who's been kicking butt every month or that woman, whoever the case may be, buddy, they'll leave you. <laughs> yeah. because you haven't been recognized and they see you recognize them some schmuck doing half the produ- productivity of the, the, the lead dog, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have, you have to think things through. Don't allow any employee recognition program to become a personality contest or you will have the opposite of what you were trying to attain. Yeah. So you're, you're measuring, 10 people in seven different areas. And then when you recognize them, you take one of those seven areas you're measuring in and no. that's what you focus on. No. Is that right? It's they ranked in all seven things. Mm-hmm. And then it's like golf lowest score wins. Uh huh. <laughs> it could be the same person back to back. That's why we started going to two a month mm-hmm. out of now going to be 14 people in that department. Actually to be 16 by July. And we may go three people. Mm-hmm. I want it to be, I like the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle, as you know. And I want to be able to, if I can recognize my top 20% of my, of every department, then that is something to shoot for. If you've got a salesperson who is blowing it out every month and you don't recognize any of the other people who have come in second or, you know, third or something like that, uh, you know, every month, that's not good. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Now, we use the exact same chart that I'm telling you about where you've got three different ca- three different columns every month. Mm-hmm. You know, at the bottom is a bar chart. You know, there's an online version and an offline version. Uh, you know, the handwritten is the offline version, but online you can, you can do it online and, and actually go in and put, you know, uh, Jethro Jones recognized for uh, doing best in sales this month, you know, that kind of thing. So you find these things and at the bottom is a bar chart showing you how effective you were at giving that recognition to each person every 10 days at least. Mm-hmm. And that's how you do it. Well, that's pretty cool. I like that a lot. As you have heard by now, I have joined the Edu Podcast Network, the Podcasters Network for Educators by Mr. Nessie. And I'm pretty excited about doing this because I feel like I am part of a great group of other podcasters who really care about providing high quality content to 
educators to help them learn in a way that is comfortable and good for them. I hope that you uh, will listen to the other great podcasts on there and that you will uh, support the network by downloading and rating and reviewing all the shows that you listen to. And I appreciate your support in this show. You can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones and follow the podcast on Twitter at TRNFRM principle. I'd like to highlight a podcast from the Edu Podcast Network today. This is the Educational Podcasting Today podcast by Jeff Bradbury, also known as at TeacherCast. In this podcast, you learn how to get started yourself with an educational podcast. And I've learned a ton from doing my own podcast. And if you're interested in starting, you can definitely watch this podcast and learn from it. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.